Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Morning, Blog Talk Radio World. Locally, Stony Plain, Alberta, Edmonton, Spruce Grove, County of Parkland. Hello, my name is Heather Berger coming at you from uh, Spruce Grove. We are on Blog Talk Radio here to talk to a really, really cool woman named Cheryl Rist. Um, Blog Talk Radio here at, on Miss Laugh-A-Lot, uh, we, are, we talk about holistic health, sustainable earth, and inspiring stories. So I really, really like to encourage people to just to kind of step up and talk about something that's really important to them. It could be an inspiring story, something that you love to do, something that you're passionate about. I believe that, you know, the more we share these wonderful uh, stories of any kind of stories that you might have, that, that has happened to you or something that you are passionate about, I believe that this, this helps us all. We are going to be talking to Cheryl. Cheryl's passion is helping people through the use of nutrition, acupuncture, homeopathy and homeopathy and tissue salts. She'll be here uh, fairly soon here. It sounds like we've got her on the line. Uh, Cheryl, is is that you, Cheryl? Yes, it is. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm fabulous. How are you? Awesome. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. We're live. Um, we we are here. I was just told the audience. I don't know if you could hear me, but I was just explaining to them who you are and you know that uh, what your passion is. Why did you become an acupuncturist? And tell us about your life. When I was about twelve or thirteen, I became very sick. It's it's a little bit of a long story, and I'll try to make it quite short. But I became very sick at that age, and they kind of used me as a guinea pig. And what I was sick with is known as kind of ulcerative colitis, uh, Crohn's disease, IBD. At the time, they didn't have a name for it. Um, I was losing a lot of blood through my bowels daily. Uh, I would fill up the toilet almost with blood. Um, My parents were very concerned. None of us knew what to do. And this happened for almost a decade. I would lose a lot of blood, mucus, loose stools. I would get sick. I would sleep 16 hours a day. 
Then I would get healthy again for a little while. Then I would get sick again. And I pretty much missed most of my teenage years. The doctors, they tried sulfur drugs. They tried steroids. They tried anything they could possibly try. I had a few doctors who tried new tests on me, which some of them were quite painful. And finally, we were, I was hospitalized again. And there was a surgeon that came in to see me. And he said, we need to cut out everything. Well, I give you a bag. I was lying beside a, a very nice older lady who had a bag attached to her bed. I saw the bag and I went, there is absolutely no way anybody is doing this to me. I asked my parents to take me out of the hospital and I said, there has to be another way. Well, we went and saw a couple of homeopaths and nutritionists. And the only thing we got is that I wouldn't be able to eat for six weeks. And I would have to take a pile of supplements. And I thought to myself, I cannot go without eating for six weeks. I would absolutely starve. I love food. Finally, I moved out of my parents' house and moved into a basement suite of a woman who had had Lou Gehrig's disease. At least this is what she told me. She told me about this acupuncturist that she knew that would help me. I was starting to get really sick again. I was starting to sleep 16 hours a day again. And all I could think was absolutely no one with a needle is going to touch me ever again. It took about a month for me of being sick before I finally agreed to go and see this acupuncturist. And within about three treatments, she had me feeling exceptional, better than I had felt in years. Instead of a gray face, gray lips, gray unsparkly eyes, I actually had a sparkle to me. My cheeks started to get rosy. My eyes started to sparkle. It was a huge transformation for me. And it came at exactly the right time. I promised this lady that I would become an acupuncturist. It took a little while before I decided to pursue that. I had to sow my wild oats first. And I proceeded to go off traveling and talking to people throughout Costa Rica and Mexico and the southern United States and um, trying to find out more about herbs and homeopathy. San Diego and San Francisco are excellent areas for natural healing. So I talked to a few people there and I came back. I went back to Vancouver And my grandmother got sick with lung cancer, and I ended up in Edmonton. And when my my grandmother passed away, I went back to Vancouver, and I ended up back in Edmonton again. And that was when they had just started the acupuncture program at Grant McEwen. I didn't think I would get accepted into the program, but I had a couple of years of pre-med. And they accepted me, and I proceeded to become an acupuncturist. I felt that acupuncture while it was incredibly effective, wasn't everything I needed to learn. So I proceeded to educate myself and look for programs in nutrition, homeopathy, uh, biochemical tissue salts, and started to realize that I could combine everything with the acupuncture to make a good, solid treatment where I could help more people. My passion really is all about helping people. And so it took a long road. 
from the time I was 13. It took me about 20 years to finally pursue and, and finalize the dream of becoming an acupuncturist and finally get my doctorate of natural medicine. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot, wasn't it? <laughs> that was wonderful. That was that was a lot. So you've been you've been through a lot. You've uh, definitely sounds like you're a master of of your own healing, and you continue to be. What would you? Um, you now have a company where you where you help people. What does it stand for? It's balanced lifestyle and wellness, and it is to create balance within people's lives. Um, to bring them from a place of trauma or illness to a place of being balanced and, and being able to walk through life and being able to function and take life and enjoy every single second of it, to embrace it. I mean, the world is a beautiful, beautiful place if you stop and look. The trees are beautiful. The animals are beautiful. People can be beautiful. And it's a matter of coming back to that place of, of pureness and wholeness. Um, I also have to add that I am also a Reiki master and do a lot of energy work, which I combine with the acupuncture needles. So just for those people who are who are looking for more of a energy but scientific-based energy, I can definitely provide that. What the types of patients that come to be are vast. It's it's a whole range of different types of patients. I have everybody from people who have been in motor vehicle accidents who experience repetitive strain, such as um, somebody, a carpenter, who's constantly hammering in his elbow, starts to get tennis elbow, or his shoulder starts to go out, or a secretary who's sitting at her desk typing at a keyboard all day. I also deal with a lot of serious illnesses, uh, Crohn's and colitis and irritable bowel syndrome. I deal with menopause. Menopause is a, a completely easy fix for me where we can get rid of a lot of the hot flashes. Um, a lot of gynecological difficulties for women. I deal with infertility for women and men. Um, my specialty, I specialized in trauma for the first decade and then branched out from there. Pretty much any, I'm I'm uh, working, starting to work with Parkinson's and ALS, and we'll see where that takes me. So there's, there's not much. I, work, I like spending a lot of time with children. I work on a lot of children, a lot of adults as well, though. I prefer whole families. Because that way, each person can support each other. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all speaking. They all know the, the language. They all know what's going on. They're all in. It's like a like a teamwork type type thing, right? Complete teamwork, and they tell on each other. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> they tell on each other, so they keep each other. <laughs> so they it's keep each other accountable. Yes, completely <laughs> accountable. It is absolutely priceless to hear the husband go, well, she didn't do that. And hear the wife, well, you had a bag of chips last night. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much fun. <laughs> so, really, so do you go to them or do they come to you? Or? Actually, I am, I am mobile around the city of Edmonton. I go to offices. I go to patients' homes. It allows them to be treated in their own environment. It also allows me the opportunity to see what that environment is. With acupuncture, what can you give us a kind of a brief brief explanation, or as long as you wish, of, of acupuncture and, and how it works? For for somebody who is going to say, 
whatever, Cheryl, I don't believe you. I think that sounds like a, that sounds like bullocks to me. What would you say? <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, let's, Even let's, let's role play. In- I'm going to say, I think that's bullock, Cheryl. Why don't you tell me what? why you do that? I don't believe you. What would you say to me? <laughs> I would say to you, you know what? When I was in school, I couldn't have agreed with you more. And I was in acupuncture school at the time, and I thought, you know, this can't be working this way. There's absolutely no way. I don't understand how this is working, and I don't understand why it would work in the first place. And then every time I would think that, I would be treating a patient, and it would work. Like, why is this working? One of the things they taught us in school is not to ask why, just to know that it does work. Acupuncture is based on a three to 8,000-year-old system that connects with another energy system in the body. This other energy system within the body is proven scientifically. It is a bunch of points within the body along specific meridians that connect into the organs and different areas to help the body heal itself. It releases all kinds of chemicals to stimulate the healing process within the body. Does that help? Okay. (laughs) It helps. I could go further and say, I don't understand. Can you please tell me more? Okay. So you know how, where where you are right now, can you see a light switch? Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Can you see the wires in the wall? Mm, No. Okay, but you know, <laughs> I'm really glad. Hey, okay, okay. So, Ooh, but you see the light, light right? Okay, mm-hmm. So you see the light, right? And you see yes. the light switch. But you don't see the yes. wires connecting it, do you? So no, I don't. Uh, acupuncture is, is the needle will go into a point that will turn on that light switch. Well, what happens when that light switch gets turned on? Well, energy flows and, and the lights able to connect and the light turns on there's a connection without that 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 turning on that switch there's no connection for the light to come on exactly so, guess, so, that, that, is so that you're the connector you you turn on that switch the you switch. Just throw okay. the switch now whether right. now hmm. to stimulate the body to work in that area now let's say you're in a you're in a bright bright room and the light is just absolutely terrible what are you going to do Oh, I'd probably dim the light if I could, or just turn it, turn off, light a candle. Yep, yep. That's exactly um, what acupuncture does. It turns on the light, it dims the light, it turns it off. You don't see the energy lines; you just see the acupuncture point and the result. How did they ever figure this out? I know it's mind blowing, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. crazy. The mm-hmm. story behind it. The story behind it is that there was a gentleman, like centuries ago, there was a gentleman whose father was sick and he went to go find help for his father. He disappeared. And when he came back to the village, he knew acupuncture. That's one of the stories. There are so many stories as to how acupuncture was developed, but that is one of, that is, that is what they say is the main story from where it all started. So he went on, so it's like he he went on some kind of journey. Pardon? Yep. He went on. Yep. Yeah, he went on some kind of journey and came back with acupuncture. So his dad was sick. I wonder what, yes. what his dad had. 
three to so five thousand years yeah. ago, who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows, right? Who knows? Who knows? That's interesting. So now, in combination, you know, like you're opening up the energy systems with with uh, little tiny needles. Now, does it for someone who's never heard of this before? Let's pretend they've never heard of the word acupuncture. So you're actually putting in. Can you explain the process? And you know what? Yeah. Like, because when I I hear needles, that, that I mean, m- when I was a little girl, that would have freaked me out. Now it doesn't freak me out, but. What if it freaks somebody out? You say, yeah, well, I put needles in you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking to the right girl there because I'm absolutely almost blackout terrified of needles. I mean, you did it anyway. You did it and anyway. I had to do it. Now. And I still, and so with that understanding of, of how I am, I was able to be extremely gentle with my patients. Um, I've been known as the gentle acupuncturist. So what happens is we diagnose and we see where the needles need to go. Now, the needles that you use, first of all, they're pre-sterilized. They're already sterilized. They're disposable. We don't use them more than once. They come in little packages and they are as thin as your hair. So what happens is, yeah, they're they're so thin that there are times you can barely see them. If If you're wearing glasses and you have your glasses off, I guarantee you probably won't see the needle. You might see the mm-hmm. handle of the needle, but you won't see the actual part that goes in. So that needle is very quickly tapped. It goes very quickly through the nerve layer so that there's no pain felt and inserted into the actual acupuncture areas. Most of my patients, believe it or not, sleep. I've put needles in gentlemen who are lying on the table snoring. There's not a lot of pain with it. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes with some acupuncturists, and, chi- and depends on the, the system of acupuncture you're using as well, if you're using Japanese, Korean, or Chinese, or even European acupuncture. Um, the Chinese acupuncture, they look for an ache once they have the needle in, and it's almost, it's, that's the only way to describe it is it's an ache. The Japanese, they look for the body to know what to do with the needle, and they use their energy to help stimulate the needle a little bit more, and there's very little feeling. Um, I'm not completely familiar with the Korean, so I won't talk about that. The European can be very similar to either the Chinese or the Japanese as well, depends on the practitioner. You combine, sorry, what do you combine with? with, with I combine the acupuncture with, so when somebody first comes to me, what I have to do a diagnosis. So they get a diagnosis and they get a small acupuncture treatment. With that diagnosis, they get um, a Chinese diagnosis, which includes the tongue, looking at the tongue, because you can see a lot of the organs on the tongue and see how the body is doing through the tongue. You check the pulse, but it's not like a Western medical check in the pulse to see what your heart rate is. It is, there are three positions and three depths for each wrist of the pulses and they be looking at the heart and how the lungs operating how the gallbladder is operating how the kidneys are operating plus you also um, check the individual point and you listen to how the patient's talking how they're breathing how they're moving there's a lot going on with just the Chinese diagnosis I combine that also with facial diagnosis looking for tissue salt deficiencies because it's very easy to see tissue salt deficiencies on the face. And I combine that with iridology, which shows a lot of the genetics and how the body is and how acidic the body is and what's happening in the body, how the digestive organs are functioning, whether you need some enzymes or probiotics or hydrochloric acid. Um, 
where your genetics are lying, whether you have a history of uh, genetic thyroid conditions, things like that, whether there's headaches present. Um, and I take all of that into a complete package. And then I look at the patient's intake form to see where my diagnosis is lining up with a patient's symptoms. After I've done all that, then they get an acupuncture treatment. When you look into, you said you you also use iridology as well. Um, yes. Can you can you see genetics? Can you? Is there any way to see like that something has been passed down? Like yes. That might sound like an odd question, but no, I don't know. It's, it's completely right. Yep. 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 Totally wow. right. Um, it's, and it's it's quite fascinating because I have five generations four to five generations of family that I can work with. I have, I have a few of those in my, in my business. Um, and like I said, I love working with the families. And with the iridology, you can actually follow those genetics down. You can see a child having the mom and the dad's eyes, and you can see what part the child has taken from each of those. Then you can look at the mom's and the dad's eyes, and you can see what part they've taken from their parents. And you can follow conditions all the way down to the child, which is wonderful. Because then if you have, um, let's say the grandmother has thyroid and the mother has thyroid and then the daughter has thyroid and the grandchild has that little thyroid area that has, um, it's called a lacuna. That's one of the areas, ways that you can tell that it's genetic. And you can see that and you can say, okay, so we need to watch, you know, uh, potassium iodide, making sure the child is getting iodine into his, his diet or her diet somehow. Let's be looking at foods that support the thyroid instead of foods that take away from the thyroid. When that child is going to become stressed, let's watch the glandular functions of that child to make sure it's going to be fine. Let's, let's help the child be the best that it can be. We can help the mom. We can help the grandmother, you know, and so on. That all uh, makes sense to me. Uh, but one thing is unclear. If you look at just one member of the family, is it, is it, is it true that you can see genetics in one? Without, say, what if they had no family? Like they had nobody around that was blood related. Yes, you can see some of the genetics. Yes, you can. Wow. Yeah, you, you can, can see, see some of the genetics. I'm not going to say you down. can see it all, but you can definitely see some of the genetics. Um, there are there are definite markers within the eye that show, you know, conditions that we need to watch for. And those conditions they may not be completely they may not be affected at this point. The, the body may be perfectly healthy at this point, showing no signs of stress or illness or anything. And we can go, okay, so when the body, if, you, if the body becomes overstressed, when the body becomes overstressed, however we wish to word that, these are the areas you need to watch for because it's in your genetics. Very interesting. When, <clears throat> when you put a needle into somebody's skin, something, like wouldn't that be, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I, I, I believe <laughs> that it works. But like I think, okay, you're putting... Like when you're putting something physical through the skin layer and into something, you're blocking, you would essentially be blocking some circuits, right? Or, and then, no. and then tapping into something else. But if you press too hard, you must, have, you must have to just touch it. That the spot that you're wanting to, to, to connect with, it's literally a connect. You wouldn't want to go any further, right? Because that would cause an energy block in itself with that, with that needle, right? You'd want to push it like just, just, just gent, like, you know, so it's just contacting. Does that make sense to you? I understand completely what you're saying. 
And the body is this absolutely incredible thing that knows when you touch that, that it needs to do something. So it doesn't have to be just touching. It can actually be, you can actually be a little aggressive with it. Now, when I say aggressive, I'm not saying about going, like going through and, oh, I see that point. I'm going to go through, you know, nerves and veins and bones, right? I'm saying you can really deep dip into that well of energy at that point and, and get it going. So you don't have to just touch the outside of the acupuncture needle. Let's, you know, let's pretend that you have a blister pack. And you're putting okay. a needle in a blister pack, okay? So you've got, now the, the skin on top of the blister pack is, is, you know, fairly easy to go through. And the blister, the, the, the blister area is the chi of the acupuncture point. So the energy of the acupuncture point. Now, if you just tap it slightly and you just get the needle through that, through into, through the blister skin, how much is, is going mm-hmm. to come out of there? How much energy is going to be released? Whether it's if you go all the way deep, how much energy is going to release. So it's kind of up to the practitioner to ensure that, you know, we're, we're using the correct method for the condition that we're treating. We're using the appropriate amount of chi. We're releasing the chi and getting it flowing in the appropriate way, which the body knows how huh. to do anyways. Okay. So do, does that help? Now, yeah, that, that, that helps. Yeah. So, so when you, so then does this mean, okay, since you use the, 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 the scenario of blister, a blister pack, like, so if, if, can you work on burn victims? You wouldn't want to work on a burn victim, would you? That would be painful. But would it, um, maybe it might open up some kind of energy, like some kind of chi? I don't know. We could use other points. I wouldn't want to go into the burn area. That's just me personally. I'm such a gentle, gentle acupuncturist. I'm such a gentle person. I wouldn't want to cause any pain. That is, that is my whole goal is no pain. Right. I want treatments to be completely painless and just relaxing. And please just go to sleep and, and relax. Right. Or just meditate or just relax and be really calm. So I wouldn't want to cause the pain of going through a burn. That being said, there is no reason why you couldn't work on a burn victim on the other points where they're not burnt. If there is any other points where they're not burnt. But do some acupuncturists work with burn victims? Like if it was fully, fully, all, like a full, there was no points, but you could, I'm just a curious question. That's a really know. excellent question. I would be more prone to use um, other methods. I'm sure that there probably are acupuncturists out there who work on burn patients. I don't know. I would have to research that. I'm not sure that uh, that's ever come up. Good one. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll have to research that. <laughs> Well, you never know, right? Like if definitely. Hmm. I, so, I hope this isn't somebody somebody coming close to you or somebody else. Because <laughs> I haven't done any research no. on it yet. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah I don't know anybody uh, with that, but it just uh, these questions come to me, and I am kind of encouraged, so I just ask. <laughs> Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, um, Cheryl. How can people reach you? We've got 90 seconds left of the show. I just want to know uh, how can we reach you? Seven eight zero. How can people reach you? Seven eight zero five zero four zero zero four eight. I also have a website. I'm also on Facebook at Balanced Lifestyle and Wellness. Okay, Balanced Lifestyle and Wellness. Thank you, Cheryl Wrist.
from Thank from you. Edmonton. She's in Edmonton, Alberta. So uh, yeah, thanks. It's, it, it it has been a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, I wish you all the best and and yeah, I, I love I, so I love meeting people who help people. The more we the more we share and help, the more yeah things just feel a whole lot better for all of us. Cheryl Rist. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Yay. See you around the playground. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.